So I grew up in Valley Cottage, New York, uh, on Ridge Road. And across the street from me lived Marty O'Malley. This is, this is a unique person, okay? He was like this tough, scrappy little kid who would throw cherry apples at you, throw rocks at you, gravel at you. And, you know, he wasn't scared of anybody. He was fearless. One day, as he got older in his life, you know, alcohol was introduced to him in, in high school. And, you know, he got into some car accidents. But one time, later on in life, he found himself waking up in the hospital after being in a coma for 15 days. He, he, he had a brain injury as a result and lost motion in his, I believe it's his right arm. And uh, he's lucky to be alive. So I call him Marty Miracle, Miracle Marty. And, you know, he's out here talking about his journey and his experience. And it's, it's, uh, it's quite an interesting story. Hope you enjoy it. And we're on. Marty O'Malley. How are you? Yes. Or should I say Miracle Marty? <laughs> I like that. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's um today is Wednesday. It's seven thirty in the morning. And um Yes. We are going through you know, I may we may hopefully we won't get bumped off. I'm gonna go through a, a, a shady Wi Fi area out here on my on the morning commute. Um Okay. But uh how are you doing? I'm okay. <clears throat> I'm going to work today. Leaving in a little while. I get some anxiety in the morning. I'm glad I'm talking to you. You have a very positive attitude. You help me get my day off to a good start. Yeah, man. I, I just think that your uh, your story is incredible. I think it can uh, motivate people. You know? Um, so, like, just so that everybody hears this, I said, um, you know, you almost died at one point. Can you share a little bit about? Um, well, I'll 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 start it off, and then you can fill in. So, you had you were in a coma, correct? Right. And do you, do you remember, how long were you in a coma for? Five weeks. Five weeks, and how long? And obviously it was, um, so you went through, the, the fact that you didn't, you weren't wearing a seatbelt saved your life, correct? I, I think so. I think that might be part, who knows what the hell would have happened. I really shouldn't have lived regardless, but I think I was able to be ejected through the roof with because I didn't have the seatbelt. I think that helped. Right, and you went through, it was a convertible, and you went through... Through the roof of the car, correct? Correct. Wow. Wow. And now here you are today, alive after that. And I remember, you know, seeing you in the hospital. For people that don't know, I, Marty lived across the street from me when we were kids for a long time. So I've known Marty for a long time. Um, but Marty, talk about like, you know, you mentioned already anxiety. You have this anxiety thing going on, right? Yeah. yeah. What's that all about? And, you know, obviously this is just to help people 
and maybe even help yourself or anybody else that might have some anxiety. I think a lot of us do have anxiety or, or moments of it, you know, where we have to battle to get out of it. So talk sure. about like, your anxiety. Like, what's your anxiety about? Have you always well, had this anxiety? It has been going on for too long, but I have had it before. I've been having a little depression and mostly anxiety recently. And it's worse in the morning. And, uh, you know, it's pretty early right now. I don't know what's behind it. I wish I did. I wish I'd, I I think about it sometimes, but when I start, you know, start wrestling with different issues that I have, I really, I'm not sure it's all that complicated. Maybe it is. I do see a therapist. I don't know. I, I just, you know, try to keep pushing on. I try to keep in mind that feelings change and time presses on. That's good. That's really good. Now, have you always had this, or did you, I mean, you may not even, right, like a kid may not even know a feeling of anxiety, you know. We were no, I really that. didn't, Dan. I really didn't. I was pretty carefree most of my life. So you're saying you, you didn't have anxiety back then, that you have it now, that you realize that you have this thing called anxiety now. Well, that, that might be part of it, but I, I didn't have really what I would have considered any worries, fears, or cares in particular. I had some, but not like now. It's kind of like it, it's bad, and I don't know why. Right, and now this, like, because of the accident that you had, right, you, well, had, you, you gained a brain injury, correct? Correct. I didn't gain and it. I was given it. You were what? Say that again? I didn't gain it, but I do have it. Right. Okay. You got it as a result of the accident. You, correct. You have a brain injury now. And I do. Also, also your arm, correct? There's, there's motion in your arm? The arm is, is probably worse than the head injury. Okay. Now, do you... So, are you thinking that maybe the anxiety, if you're saying that you had this carefree attitude when you were a child, and I know you as a child, you know, we make jokes, you were like a rock star out there, right? You were like, you were like a cowboy, flipping cars over, you didn't have a, you know, you, were, you, you, you weren't scared of anything. So, it seems you weren't scared of anything, or you didn't have any anxiety then, is what you're saying, but you have it now. Do you think that this anxiety has come from the injuries? I, I don't know. I haven't really explored that. I don't know because it was like 14 years ago and I, for most of this time I've had problems but not with anxiety. Right, right. And what else? What, so how do you deal with this? How do you, what do you do? What, what, do you, what is your, how do you function with this anxiety issue that has come upon you later in life after the injuries? I try to go to work as much as I can, you know, talk to friends, you know, and uh, just, do, just keep pressing on. But you know, you know what's interesting with you, and you talk about anxiety, is I know that you always have, you have this deep desire to do stand-up comedy, correct? 
Well, I wouldn't call it a, maybe it's a deep desire, but I think I could be good at it. Right. Now, does that, so that doesn't create anxiety for you? The thought of standing up in front of people and, you know, making them laugh? Not if I'm prepared. Well, first of all, Marty, I wanted to say uh, what, a, what an honor. May I call you Miracle Marty? You may. It's what an honor it is to talk to you right now, okay? And uh, I think your story is an inspiration to everybody right now. And um, the work that you're doing in your life to, to come on our show, first of all, is um, it's a, a true blessing for us to, to have you. Because uh, on this show, we've been talking about advertising. And uh, Dan had the idea the other day to, to maybe add a topic and have you know, more guests come on the show and Wow, you are definitely the most interesting one so far. Well, I you. listened to Dan talking about uh, having automobiles in traffic. Say that again, I didn't hear that one. I listened to Dan talking about having branding on automobiles right, in traffic. Yeah, right, that's it. Yeah, Marty, we're, we're t- we talk about... Um, you know, driving traffic to uh, your website. So that, that's our whole spiel. As we're going on this morning commute, because why well, hate this thing? This could be, uh, you know, something interesting rather than being negative about it. So that's the journey like that. we're on. But, um, you know, Marty, you, I, when I remember you, Marty, in high school, you know, you playing ball, you know, you were, you were definitely, you know, your, your whole mindset was you were a cowboy. You were a rebel back then. Right? I suppose. You know, do you agree with that or no? I think so. Right. And now, you're Marty Miracle. Yeah, but it's been a long time. I mean, I have a lot of memories, but... I don't know. Some of them are bittersweet. And life has changed a lot. And uh, I'm just trying to make it out here. Well, what, do you feel like, because uh, I always talk to you about, you know, what a gift you have to, you know, the fact that you want to get up there on stage, but if you could also, you know, maybe, you know, talk to kids that may be like those cowboys out there that may need some advice from your experience. I mean, that's a gift. Yeah, but I, I honestly feel like if you can talk one-on-one with the young person, it's more that makes more sense than talking in like those big lecture halls where they get up and talk for like two hours. Because I, I saw things like that when I was a kid. I didn't give a shit. I don't think anybody really does. I don't, I don't think those things really have an impact. But I think if I talk, because I have talked to young people, not really about serious shit, but a little bit, and they listen. Have you seen anybody that reminded you of you? Um, some That's of the young kids. Well, most. Question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know anybody that well. I see them in the classroom, and I see the kids who are kind of wise asses, and that you know, I kind of, I recognize that. Like I know what they're doing because I've done it. <laughs> 
but I don't know anybody that well to really know if they're like me. Right. That's that's pretty tough to find someone who's like you. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what else? I mean, I think it would be great, me personally, to see you up on a stage talking to everybody with some, being being prepared, obviously having something there that could help to reach a lot of kids to do that public speaking where it's not just one. Because maybe you connect to one out of that whole auditorium, and then that would be that would be incredible. But um, okay. just something to put in your back pocket. All right? I hear Yeah, I think it sounds pretty cool. Because it could give you both. You know, that stand-up feeling, because you're standing up doing comedy at the same right. time with your, the motivation. I think it's a powerful tool to do both together, you know, and, and absolutely to be prepared to have the story of what you've done. I mean, here, here, here you are, a guy flipped over a few cars back in the day. And then, you know, the, this last one was devastating. And, but the, the miracle is that you're still alive, you know, and, and there's obviously lessons that you've learned in there that you could help some other kids, perhaps, you know, preventing them from dying, because you got lucky, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I've learned some life lessons from how I felt. From how I felt after my accident, you know, from how I, I was 28 years old, and I was kind of at the top of my game. Wow. And then I wake up, I wake up in the hospital and my right arm doesn't work anymore and I have a brain injury. It's kind of like, wow. That was oh. fun. It's like, now I deal with this and it took me years to deal with it or feeling like there was something really wrong. listening to the Dan Jovan Podcast. He's doing a great job, isn't he? Today's show is brought to you by Lang Electrical Contracting. They're fully licensed, bonded, and insured. 973-879-6656. Okay? DJ, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. So we're we're back on. We're back on right now. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's loud. So this, is this better? That's okay. All right, cool. Yeah, we were losing you a little bit in and out of there. So, um, but you where you were leaving off was that you know you you saw yourself at 28. You were you were prime time, Marty, right? I felt like I was. Yeah, go go Hello? into that. Tell me about Primetime Marty. Oh, yeah. I, I felt like I was at the top of my game. I mean, you just look at it. At 28 years old, that is where most people are at their prime. And I wake up one morning, or come to, I should say, in a hospital, and I'm like, what happened? And 
it took me a while to realize what it meant that my radar didn't work out. It's kind of overwhelmed. I didn't get that for a while. And it, they tell me I have a TBI. I'm like, what the fuck is a TBI? Is that I'm learning all this stuff. And uh, I don't know, for, for, it's been years now. For years afterward, I really felt like there was something wrong with me. I really, I really felt, I mean, it was because I couldn't do so many things on my right arm, but I've gotten better with that, but I really thought I was a broken person, and I realize now I'm not. I'm 43 now, but whatever, I've come to a lot of realizations. I realize I'm good enough. Nice, nice. So you're feeling, so like if you're talking to somebody, a young kid, if you're talking to Marty O'Malley now, right? So the Marty O'Malley now is talking to the Marty O'Malley that's 28. What would he tell him? Yeah. What would he tell him? Well, it, it, it would depend. I mean, I the real message is don't take it for granted, but a 28-year-old doesn't that shit. He's just wondering how much more he can get. If he's not married, I guess. Say it again? I said, I would tell a 28-year-old 20, don't take this for granted, but I don't think a 28-year-old really can hear that. I think they're just thinking about what they can get. They're not thinking about what they, I mean, that's kind of a huge trait anyway, but at 28, it's a little more extreme. Yeah, but if you, right, if you had the opportunity as Marty O'Malley now to talk to 28-year-old Marty O'Malley in his prime, what would be the first thing that you say to him? Don't take this for granted. Today's podcast is brought to you by JK Seamless Gutter Supply 201 Gutters. You see uh, a website, Andy? No, I don't see the website. Wait, pull up to the side of it. Pull up to the side of it. No, no website. JK. That's all I see there. All right, no website. So we can't drive traffic to JK's website. Because maybe he doesn't have one. Google him, I guess. Um, we're uh, it's Friday, everybody. We're on the Dandro Van podcast out here on 287. Um, what a great week, right? What a fantastic week for the show. I got to tell you right now, um, that idea about having a topic really—I I think it, it was an added element to um, for the show. Yeah, I think so too. I think it was great um, and. You know, we're going to have another guest coming up soon that I think brings it to another level. An NYU professor. And I will leave it there. An NYU professor. Wow. That, you, you sure uh, the person listened to the show? I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bust your bubble or anything. Are you, getting, are you getting negative with me? No, not at all. I'm just saying. NYU professor. I got to be a... That's, it has to be a smart conversation yeah I think I can talk to an NYU professor and she's a very uh, smart but nice person and I think the conversation is going to be great um, 
yeah, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to that. But this week, I mean, we had uh, Billy Collins on talking about motivation. He's a, a teacher and a uh, and a, a hockey coach, and he coaches other sports too. And then we had Marty Miracle on. Just was that yesterday? Two days ago? I think it was two days ago. We had Marty Miracle on. What a story! Wow, that was incredible. That was uh, inspirational. I was thinking about that uh, for about 48 hours now, and I will continue to think about. It. I can't wait to uh, have him back on the show. Oh, absolutely. He'll come back on. Who knows? Maybe he'll come back on like right now. I mean, you never know. So we're on we're on uh, on 287 right now, passing, I believe we just passed the Morristown exit, and there's not much traffic at all. Not much traffic at all, but, uh, you know, we were just talking about Marty, Miracle Marty, Marty Miracle. I like Marty Miracle. What do you like? I like Marty Miracle, too. Sometimes you mix it up. You go back and forth with it. Marty Miracle, Miracle Marty. Uh, maybe, perhaps it's the only name in the world that you can go, uh, you know, first name, last name, last name, first name, and get away with it. <laughs> you know, you're, you're probably right. It's probably the only name in the world that you can do that. But he was great. You know, we had a conversation after that, after he was on the show, and I was just like, you know, what a gift, right? You, you got to... If you look at what happened to him, what a gift. And it's crazy to say this. The the accident, you know, the what happened after that, you know, the the the, the brain injury. And he's alive to tell the story and to help people. That to me is a beautiful gift. I mean, from a a young guy who was like a rock star out there doing whatever he, th- he, he he was invincible and he didn't care didn't care funny guy intelligent guy smart guy can't wait to have him back on yeah it's going to be uh, uh, motivating people for the rest of his life hopefully and uh, that's a beautiful thing it's 41 degrees outside we are going 60 miles an hour and we are approaching uh, we're passing the Whippany exit exit 39A um we're looking for some stuff here. We're looking for some stuff, but we don't see much. It's kind of a cloudy day. We got a busy day going on at work. We got a bit after work. We got this uh, our CYO kickoff event at St. Margaret's Gym. That should be fun. Father Roger's going to say some nice, inspi- inspirational words. Then we got our first game tomorrow. Look out, St. Margaret's seventh grade girls going up against St. Gregory's at home. We got to start up. We're down two starters tomorrow. Look out. What's going to happen? Who's going to step up? Uh, It's exciting. I might lose some sleep. Well, you take this very seriously. Well, I love it. You know, I love uh, seeing the kids get excited. Yeah. It's not about winning, even though we're going to go for the championship this year. It's not about winning, but you're going for the championship. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have that high target, right? In everything in life, you gotta have that high target. You gotta go for it, and it's okay if you don't get it, but you gotta try to get it. It'll be an unbelievable feeling. You know what's crazy? I sit there sometimes and I visualize us at the championship and me announcing the kids' names and the feeling that they'll have. We already went through this with, in practice. We had our whole visualization practice where you you know in the beginning of practice where you see ourselves there 
at the uh, at the championship at Albertus Magnus. Wow, that's pretty that's pretty deep. Well, you know they're they're in seventh grade now, so you can you know push them push them a little bit to go believe in something. <clears throat> and if they uh, you know if we don't get there for some trying hard, we're gonna be fighting. We're gonna be scrapping. You know we're not gonna probably won't win every game. That's okay. But even in those losses, there should be you know a never giving up attitude and and you know small victories for individuals in the game. And to me, that's those are those are, those are victories. A loss can be a victory. 